Welcome, and thank you for joining us for Does This Make Sense? I hope you enjoyed the music by Trey Martin. From BB's Delta Blues to Memphis, Colin Elvis with their blues suede shoes. From Boston to Nebraska, now should anyone ask ya? We are America. Good day, and welcome to Does This Make Sense with Ginny G. And today we are talking about all things ladies, girls, women, female, and we can say it, La Feminista. It's an all-girls show, and my guest today is my very good friend, one of my besties. Um, we've been friends for a long time. We met through two remarkable women, our moms. So it's fitting to have Sally here today, and so I'm introducing Sally Kalora, and she's from Waltham, and she owns a business. She's a businesswoman. She does her own show. She's active in politics, just the way women are today. So welcome, Sally. Thank you. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for having me. Um, so, so I am sitting here in my little tea room, tea shop, gift shop, um, surrounded by tea. I own and operate the Tea Leaf on Moody Street, historic downtown Waltham, and I have all sorts of tea and gift items and uh, tea-related items as well, lots of tea-related items, and I've been doing this for 17, going on 17 years here wow. in the downtown, and I produce and host um, around town on the Waltham channel, and people can get that, my shows on demand if they go to the walthamchannel.org and go to the schedule and scroll down to around town and they'll see the um, shows that I have up currently. And if anybody has anything interesting to tell and they want to be a guest on my show, they can get in touch with me. And I'm on Facebook at Sally Kalora and, uh, and around town on Facebook and the tea leaf on Facebook. <laughs> So Sally and I decided to do this because it sort of was a kickoff for my, it's a private page. It's for women only. It's called La Feminista. It's invitation only for a lot of reasons, but um, mostly because it's a full woman's page and, and we're all kind of like minded. The La Feminista page basically was started out of somewhat frustration. We are still living in a man's world and I don't object to that, I, but I do I do have to admit, it's sometimes difficult as a female to get your opinion heard and to get listened to. It's just a fact of life still. And our my page is basically where women can be, can be aggressive. They can say what they want. They don't have to be judged by, oh, you're angry today or you're, you're, you're too um, focused on being defensive. It's just all accepting page and it's for um it's a positive thing it's a little mischievous it's a little crazy for sure we send healing energy and it's a no judgment zone and it's a no men zone which i think every man needs his own page and every woman's group needs their own page so those are sort of the rules we don't bash men but we we talk freely 
And that's how we sort of thought of doing this segment, which I'd love after we're done, um, anyone that watches this or listens to this names it for us. We've, we've come up with a couple. One of mine uh, was Sal or T-Sal, two uh, crazy Sicilian ladies talking because we both are, I'm very proud of that. So you wanna name it, send us some some, rec some suggestions and we'd, we'd love to listen or look at them. But I think the first thing I wanna, wanna say is Viva la difference. Men and women are totally different. And, and I think we both recognize that. We look at the world differently. And maybe Sally, you could kind of kick that off and how you find ways, whether it's our driving <laughs> or how we handle crises that's so different from men. So first of all, I have to give a little bit of a plug because it relates here to what we're talking about. Um, on a serious note, then I've got some funny stories for you too, because we have some topics we're going <laughs> to touch upon, right? Um, so uh, just before COVID, I took up archery. Um, it was the June, I believe, of 2019 that I went to the Woburn Sportsman's Association Ladies' Day. And what is so wonderful about Ladies' Day? It's a, it's a sportsman's club that has about 2,000 members. And on that day, both the men and the women members host this special day. And they have a morning session, afternoon session. You get to pick what you want. I hope they do it this year. Um, they didn't do it during COVID, obviously. But let me tell you, I went there on ladies day, shot some archery with somebody's pom-pom bow and I did really well, it was fun. Shot some guns, which I, I've, I have one. Um, and, and I highly, highly, highly recommend women out there to just for fun, take up archery, go to ladies day in June at the Woburn or find a rod and gun club they always are welcoming. And that's one thing I love about these sportsmen's associations. Even before the Elks and the Lions Club, they were welcoming women. And, and there are women who shoot competitively, both archery and guns. It builds self-confidence. And although there is a difference between men and women, at these clubs, you are equal, but you're treated like a lady. Excellent. Excellent. I find that at this point in my life, um, a couple of things. Number one, I, I don't have the upper body strength I, I used to have, and I need to work on that, where men tend to keep it at least longer. And the other thing I'm finding, because I'm pushing that that number, I don't even want to push in my age, the 7-0, sooner than later, I might add, is how how I dress because someone had asked me is this an appropriate outfit and I said you know what if you can if you can own it if you can rock it you can wear it and if you if you look good in it I guess that's the most important thing if you can look good on it wear it I still as you know Sally I still wear high heels and Brian knows that too <laughs> but and I, I don't know how you and I don't know how you do it I, I, lo I love my boots. I just, 
I am comfortable in boots. I, well, my job. So I am on my feet all day and I'm either in sneakers or boots, um, but I tend to wear all black because at work and that spills over into my private life because I have a lot of black. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. I, I wear black a lot um, and, and I love my boots, but I would never venture into anything more than a two inch heel because I broke my ankle in two places in 1983. I was in a cast on up to my hip. You will never see me in those shoes, Jenny. Oh, I, I love you them. Can, you, you do rock your heels, you really do. I do, I love them and I, and I will keep wearing them. And, and I credit maybe me being able to wear them is that I started running 30 years ago when my kids got to, which is nothing. I started running 30 years ago and I'm still running. I'm, I'm clearly a lot slower, but again, something that women sort of tend to put aside when they get to a certain age is, I can't do that anymore. I have to tone down my, my routine. And, and yes, but you still have to keep up with it. And I credit my being able to use my heels still, knock on wood, to the fact that I, I now I'm up to running a high of six, six miles. Um, when I run in the summer and the spring and the good weather, I run six miles um, at least twice a week, five miles twice a week, and four miles to make up the uh, five or six day difference. So I do that and I still love my mini skirts. And until somebody tells me, nah, stop wearing them, you're not doing, you're not looking that good in them, I'm gonna wear them. I'm gonna oh, wear my no, minis no, no, and I'm gonna no, wear no. my heels. <laughs> Jenny, nobody tells you, nobody puts Jenny and Sally in the corner. <laughs> um, no, I think we. I think you and I are women, uh, two women that have you know a fair amount of common sense most of the time. Um, but yeah. I, I'm gonna wear my boots and my black and whatever else. I've got clothes that are. I I go toward more earth tones. I'm not like flashy in my colors most of the time. Yeah. But on yeah, the I've, I've I've known to. I've been known to wear something a little bit um, colorful, but I, I, I move toward the earth tones and that sort of thing. But I think we know when it's time. Yeah. We know. I, I think so. And I'm a black, white, navy. Those are my go-to colors. And, and of course, sometimes just the, the, the neutral. But um, I think I want to touch a little bit on maybe Viva La Difference, maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, but the way that if I go to the doctor and I need to get uh, a follow-up mammogram, I will immediately pick up the phone and call my sister, Trisha, uh, my friends, I would call you, um, my circle of friends. And I think that's one of the big differences between men and women is we immediately seek out our core ladies that we know we can get answers and support. And men, and I know this as because experience with my own husband, Mr. G, that they internalize everything. They never say, I'm gonna give so-and-so a call. He too has prostate cancer, let's say. They just internalize it. And I think that to me, is a big difference and it's so unfortunate because 
we get so much support from each other and men could too, but it's sort of maybe unmasculine to do it. I don't know. He's changing because, because I, an issue came up and I said, you need to reach out. You need to talk to other men. And I think he found that helpful. Did you find that helpful, Mr. G? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the peanut gallery. Oh, sure. Um, but I do think that that's, what do you think on that, Sally? Okay, so, so couple of things. Um, and we had, we had some notes that we were passing back and forth about um, topics. And I, you know, if I have something of concern, I, I will call a best friend. I will call my, my sister Bernadette is probably the closest yeah. uh, sibling and my, and, and, but, and I will discuss things with her. Um, I'm personally, I don't really, I don't really seek out uh, sympathy or opinions or unless I need an answer to something. And I think men, um, one of our notes was, <laughs> do you talk about sex with your, your female friends? No, uh, <laughs> but men, but men do. And that's the irony of the whole thing. Yeah. That not all men, not all men. Um, I have some really good guy friends that, um, that, I'm, that I'm fairly close to. Um, one of my best, best friends in, in my life is a guy. And, yeah. and he will talk to me about things that maybe he wouldn't talk to a guy about. Um, yeah. But we're on the same plane as far as that comfort zone of talking to somebody who you really trust not to talk to other people about. Right. Um, and with, with women, I find that, <laughs> you know, <sometimes laughs> it's like you call her, somebody up and say, hello, Susie Q. Listen, I got a story to tell you. It has to stay between us. And before you know it, it's already around Waltham. <laughs> you know, you're not, absolutely right. Not, not everybody is like that, but I'm telling you. Uh, <sighs> yeah. I, I have more guy friends than girlfriends, but those girlfriends that I have, those BFFs around me, both guys and girls, um, are people that I that I love and I trust and I, I really cherish the friendships. And, but I I think you're right. I think for the most part, men don't talk to each other um, about certain things that like health issues. And, and I think they should relate to each other. But most importantly, I find that men don't go to the doctors like they should. And they, yeah. I, I know a couple of people who haven't been to the doctor in like five years. Well, I don't have anything. I'm not feeling anything. So why go? Because it's called a checkup. It's called an <laughs> annual checkup. Well, you touched on two things that, that I'm glad you did, because one is, and maybe it's my age, the, the sex conversations. Um, I find that mm, that's not a conversation I, we tend to have over coffee um, with my girlfriends. There is, I have one friend that, and everyone should have a friend like this, all bets are off. Nothing is sacred. She talks about everything and, and she's not married and she talks about everything. And I sit and think, 
um, I think I learned something. But mostly people my age, our age, maybe don't have those conversations. I think maybe I, my daughter may, she's younger, but we don't. And, and as far as, um, I, I don't know, that, that's just my opinion. <laughs> okay, my opinion, you don't talk about your sex life. Yeah, you, you just you just don't talk about your sex. Nobody really cares about it. It's only food, <laughs> it's only food for gossip, um, and and people when you're not looking will shake their head. Um, That's I, very I, true. I don't I don't talk about sex. You know, I, I, you know I don't even want to say it. I I don't, yeah. and um, <laughs> I don't even want to say it. I'm sorry, but. And okay. you're right, the gossip. But, I, but I've, and women are the worst. I will say that some men are bad on gossip, but truthfully, when when someone says, do you promise me you won't tell anyone? When they tell me, I put it in my head and I don't ever repeat it. But we all know, we all know there are many things we would say, I am not telling that person because within two seconds for whatever that magnet is to the telephone and gossiping, they will be on the phone and say, you can't repeat okay. this, but I just spoke to Ginny and you know what's gonna happen. And I think for me sometimes that's kind of hard because yeah. you've known me a long time. I blurt it out. I'm, I blurt it out first and think about what I said later. And I have to be careful because that's gonna be out and around in 10 seconds. And I, and I think we've all, you know, we've all done that. Um, you know, we've, we've all just blurted something out or said <laughs> something that we think about later, like, oh, I don't think I should have said that. I mean, we all oh, do that. Really? But, and, and I, so, so <laughs> a couple of things. Dating. You, yeah. you were going to touch upon you know, being single versus being married and all that. So yeah, date night, date night for you. What's date night for you? You're so, single. Um, I don't have real, a lot of like date nights. Um, so I'm single and I, 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 I go out on dates, but I, I don't even know how to answer that. Um, I have I have a guy friend, um, and and then I have guy friends. So, but <laughs> but my date dates consist of maybe going out to dinner, you know, taking a walk, um, you know. I I just I don't hang in bars, and so I am really limited. Um, as to what I do and where my friends are, because my friends don't hang out in bars, and yeah. my guy friends and and most of my women friends. Um, but I mean, I've had my share of of bad dates, um, and, <laughs> and 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 I've and I've had my share of really good dates that. You know, sometimes you find things happen and you meet people in the craziest places. Um, I, I met one guy in a parking lot. I remember that. Lot. I remember that. Lot. We won't talk about that. But, 
and and we are still <laughs> like really we're still really close and um yeah so enough of that because we keep that private but <laughs> well but can i tell you about a first date then. that i have this funny yeah a first date that i had so sure. this is going back several years ago and i'll tell you two first dates one was funny one was a little traumatic but <laughs> we have about nine minutes left to get castle version just so we can get to both what's that go ahead okay i said we have about nine minutes so keep it condense oh, them so we can short. get to both so the wayland um it was called the wayland restaurant rod and gun it, it, down on, on route 20 in wayland and the Whalen House, I think it was called the Whalen House. So this, um, so this guy took me there for a first date, and the tables were really close together, and I ordered shrimp scampi, and you know, and everything was going really, really, really well, except, <laughs> except when I picked up the little wedge of lemon, and I squeezed it to get the lemon on my shrimp, and it shot out of my hand, and it. <gasps> went over to the next table <laughs> we went over to the next table that's how close the tables were and the gentleman at the next table said did i ask the lemon <laughs> I love it. And, and i thought i was never going to see this guy again he's never going to have anything to do with me and then he asked me out a second time he thought that was hilarious but i something i learned is when you squeeze a lemon you put your hand over your other hand so uh -huh. neither the lemon will shot, shoot out of your hand and the lemon juice won't go on your date. So, <laughs> so that was a funny one. And then the not so good one, these things stick in your mind forever because we're going back decades and decades and decades. Um, I went out on a date with this guy and he took me down this dark road after, after our dinner. And, um, and I knew the road because it was right here in Waltham. And I knew that at the end of the road, there's like no houses, no lights or anything. And, and I said, turn around, I want to, I want to go home. And, and he said, um, he said, well, I'm not going to do that. And <gasps> you'll have to walk. If you want to go home, you'll have to walk. And I said, okay, got out of the car and walked. Good for I you. Went, I went to a house, knocked on the door. So I could call somebody because this is pre-cell phone. You know, that's yeah. how long yeah. ago it was. And so the gentleman who opened the door was so nice. He called a cab for me. And who showed up but a family friend and took me home. Oh my God. You know, you you raise a good point though with that. And that is women today, it's no different than 50 years ago. We need to know two things: self-defense. And I'm a I'm sometimes 110 pounds soaking wet. So self-defense with me was a big guy. I'm not naive enough to think I'm gonna overpower him. So I carry pepper spray. And I think that if nothing else with this La Feminista, this segment, we need to really, really impress upon women of every age. It's a different world. In many ways, it hasn't changed. It's a different world. Think of your protection at all times, whether pepper spray, doing a self-defense course, which um, I've done. I've done a self-defense course. But again, as I say, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I would have to have every tool in the toolbox. 
And I, when I go running, by the way, I, um, I do that. And so I think importantly, times have changed. I mean, it, it, times have changed and we have to accept that, but we also have to know that you protect yourself at all times, at all times. Um, and I want to talk about some of the changes really quickly from even 50 years ago, when we were both trying to get credit cards and go to the doctors and running marathons and things like that, women's rights have, have changed. We are um, able to do more. I think, you know, 60 years ago, I could not have run a marathon if I chose to. Um, I couldn't get a credit card. We both had talked about that um, without having a signature of our parents or in my case, my husband. Um, doctor's appointments were, were not confidential. Um, things like that. So we, we've made great strides. Um, but one of my biggest pet peeves is Hillary and her crying scene. And I know you touched on that when we talked once. I'm going to let you talk about that. Why did that bug you? It bugged me. Well, so first of all, I carry pepper spray as well. I've taken self-defense, but I know my limitations as a woman and, and an older woman yeah. at that. Um, I still like guys, you know, holding the door open for me. Oh, I, think I, 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 that's a given. Um, and you know what? I'll open a door for a guy who's behind me. I'll keep the door open. Um, so, so as far as Hillary, you know, I, I, I'm so disappointed. Um, it's not just the crying as she's reading what would have been her acceptance speech had she been elected, but it was standing the old video of her sitting beside her husband saying um, oh. that 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 young girl uh, Monica Lewinsky Monica. was yeah. was was lying, and that she was standing by her man as she put it, and yeah. and she was no wallflower as she put it she is a strong woman no you're not a strong woman if you have to attack another woman and believe your husband who cheated on you many times you're not <laughs> i just i just think you know that's just just such a a phony evil human being um and i have no respect for her and i have no respect for all the others that you and i both talk about yeah no i that that crying business really bothered me and here's why we both have you you've been elected to office I've run for office and the first thing they say to us is never let them see you cry because if you need to be comforted either by another woman or by a man you look weak and I felt like after years of and she's been involved in politics for years and, and I'm sure she's done some good things as well as not so good but to be that visible and to break down and cry instead of what I think women today expect from other women, strength, uh, this, this dedication in, in, uh, to what you're saying, this belief in, in your opinions and why they matter. And I felt she could have given that um, acceptance speech if she wanted to share it, fine. But she could have done it differently by not breaking down and by saying, I wish my mother was here so I could have this conversation with her. I wish I could have been able to say this. And this is why it's important. And I was very disappointed by her as a female. I, I really was. And we've got two minutes. So I want you to, you know, just take, take a minute to say what bugs you the most and what's the most thing that we've learned the most from being living these 50 years in, in women's rights. <laughs> 
Um, so, so I do have to say something regarding men and crying. And I, I think that, you know, sometimes there's the opposite end of that spectrum where men don't show their emotion yeah. and it's because they think it's a sign of weakness. And I don't believe that for one minute. Um, so there's both sides of that coin. We can talk about that another time. But um, the, the question, what bugs me the most? Yeah. I think, I think what bugs me the most is just people being inconsiderate of one another. Um, I just think that that's the worst thing uh, and, and poor manners because what manners are is, is what you do and what you say um, out of respect for both yourself and other people around you. And I think that's the, I mean, you know, I hate road rage. I hate, I hate people just pushing, shoving. I just, I just don't like people with anger and, and, but what I do love is people that stick up and defend their friends and, and, and the kindness that a lot of people have shown during the past couple of years. Um, that's yeah. important, you know, to me. I, I think everybody has been, most people have been patient in restaurants with wait staff and they've been patient with the Uber drivers and all that. I think that shows um, just what humanity is and really can be in, in these times. So I think I, I, and I think the word of the day in closing, because we run out of time and we will do this again and help name it. I thought of kiss. Well, Sally and I will give you a kiss. Keep it simple. Stupid is, a, is where kiss comes from, but kiss for a segment and um, just kindness. So I think we can all man or women, men or women, ladies or gentlemen, kindness. And with that, uh, spread the kindness, spread the love. And we'll see you next time. And thank you, Sally. This has been the Does This Make Sense podcast with host Ginny G. Special thanks to Trade Martin for our opening and closing music. To see this episode again in its entirety, please check us out online at www.utv.org. See you next time. From those Vegas neon lights to the Rocky Mountain Heights. From Virginia's Blue Ridge to the Golden Gate Bridge. Hawaii to Alaska. Now should end.